Hey everybody, it's been a long time. Um, as of recording this, it's been almost, let's see, three years since we did our last episode. Um, a lot's happened and a lot's changed. Um, it's our first episode back. Really excited to be relaunching in 2019. Uh, new year, new us. Um, in this episode, we catch you up on kind of everything you've missed since the last time. Because uh, the last time we spoke, it was uh, February 2016, Super Bowl Sunday. Um, and we kind of dive in and catch you up. This first episode is about uh, we bought us buying our house. We bought our house um, and all the fun stuff that comes with being a homeowner. Uh, bear with us on this one. It was our first one back, so uh, be gentle. Justin had a little bit of a cough, so if you hear that, I apologize. We actually recorded this episode in uh, a hotel room before his company Christmas party, so... Talk about multitasking. Um, again, thanks for hanging in there. We'll be back uh, doing episodes way more than every three years, so keep your uh, ears and eyes locked on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get podcasts. Um, stay up to date with us. Check us out on ourfirstpodcast.com, uh, at ourfirstpodcast on Instagram and Twitter. And yeah, say hello, uh, check out the hashtag, follow along. We'll be putting memes, content, video, what have you, um, on all our channels. And if you want to catch up on episodes and you don't want to use Spotify or iTunes or SoundCloud, uh, head over to ourfirstpodcast.com and we will have all the episodes on there, including the original two. Um, yeah, hope you dig it. And uh, yeah, let's get into it. Here is our first episode back after three years. Uh, here we go. Let's roll it. Try to keep your cost down. I will. Are you sure? Yes. Alright. I'm clear anyway. Suck it. I don't know. Still think you have whooping cough. <laughs> Not a child. If anyone can get whooping cough. It's rare in adults. And it's 2018. And you're taking the words of an urgent care doctor. Yeah. No offense to urgent care doctors. Yeah. Well, direct care. Is that what it's called? That's what it was called. Ah. That's very techy, is that way? Yeah. I is that was, the one you went to before? I was in and out in 30 minutes. Is that the one you went to before? Yeah. The one you, right. Yeah. I think it's the same girl, too. Woman. Woman. Whooping. She didn't recognize me. No, whooping, whooping cough. When I looked it up, it says, teenagers and adults get it because the vaccination wears off. I feel like WebMD wouldn't lie to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it said. Anyway, we haven't done this in a while. No. Over two years. It'll be three years in February. It's a long time. Last time we talked, the Super Bowl, and the Broncos won. That's how long ago it was. Do you remember that? Last time we did a po- the Panthers. The last time we did a podcast, Paint Manning still played football. <laughs> <laughs> and Cam Newton still plays. La- well, the last time we did a podcast, Paint Manning played football, and Cam Newton was good. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Um, and about a month, no, right after that, because we started looking in February of 2016 to buy a house. After we did our taxes, because that was our plan, mm-hmm. and it happened really fast. It felt like, I felt like we said, "Oh, you said okay, I'm ready," and then I found a realtor, and it was just off to the races. Yeah, we moved really quickly. So if we started in February, mm-hmm. we moved in what April? No, March. We March. got the keys on March 24th. Yeah, counting escrow and everything. I feel I don't remember because I have a bad memory. But was our escrow 30 days? Do you remember? Sure. Uh, they tried to bump it right. for us because we had all our little ducks in a row. 
Yeah, that is one thing is going to the broker first and getting your pre-approved loan and your budget. And yeah, you said all the ducks in a row, finances. And it helped that our realtor was small town famous. <laughs> <laughs> so we live in a small town and it's one of those, if you have, a, if you have the right last name, uh, the high school coaches love you. The person working <laughs> at the grocery store knows you, and your real the realtors know you. Yeah, anything for the most part. Pretty much, that's mm-hmm. yeah, that's a whole other conversation. But our realtor was a a local big name in town, and he helped us pretty quickly. I, I knew I found this house before him. Mm-hmm. I found it online. He said realtor.com was more accurate than Zillow. No offense, Zillow. Um, <laughs> And I remember I told him, and I said, oh, they're going to show it to us. They're going to have it open Saturday. And right away, he, he got us in. Cause, uh, do you... He had a list of like homes that we were going to look at, and we kind of just played along when we but had But did we see home. homes before I found this one? No, right? It was we were gearing up for that Saturday. I think and we... I said, can we add it to the list? Yeah. We had walked by just some random open homes before. Him? Him. He said his name's Michael. Michael. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, he started showing us some little... A few homes, and we just told him, hey, this is the one we really want to look at. Mm-hmm. It was like the analogy where you like a certain girl, and you're like, ah, it's cool. I don't really care about the friends. I know the eyes are on the prize. No, that's what it was, because everything, I was like, it's not like that house. I hadn't even seen it inside yet, and I knew. Right. I just saw the pictures. It was the backyard. Yeah. That did it for you. Mm-hmm. The backyard and the um, hardwood floors. Mm-hmm. Now and that we know our laminate. <laughs> and the... Uh, the two stories that you're adding it on. Yeah. In retrospect, I want uh, one story. I feel safer in a two story, but I'd probably do a one story if we did it again. Like the dream house I showed you. Do you still hate <laughs> I'm two not stories? Doing this again. Yes. Really? I, I, I dislike it. It's more I feel like it's more that can go wrong. With a two story? Yeah. You got a whole nother level to mess with. I suppose. I mean we did encounter that with the plumbing. <laughs> But, uh, so we saw the house on a Saturday before technically went on, I think that was the first day on market. Uh, Justin has a cough cause he doesn't have whooping cough. He has, I don't know, did they even tell you what you have? No, they didn't. They didn't know. But oh. I'm all clear. Yeah. It sounds like whooping. doesn't sound like it. He just, <laughs> he just ate a big meal. So apparently when he eats a lot, he has to cough. Um, and we saw it right away. I said, let's put a bid on it. We had to wait till Monday. Right. But he called her cause he knew the realtor cause small town famous. <laughs> Correct. Right. And then we instantly had a bidding war, which sucked. I remember stepping, like having to leave the office, go outside and make calls. And he's like, what about this? What about this? And I'm trying to get a hold of you. And it's really hard to get a hold of you at work. And he basically said, I said, we had our threshold. <laughs> and, and I don't know if it's completely legal, but the, <clears throat> the actual, is a realtor? Ours? The, the seller of the house. Yeah. Said, if you come back with this number, it's yours. Yeah. Which she- I don't think they're supposed to do that, but. But she knew our realtor, and yeah, and we had to do this, and we kept going back and forth. I said, we won't go higher than whatever it was. We ended up having to go higher. I said, we're not going to exceed this. And I said, if we don't get it at that price, then screw it. It's not meant to be. Correct. And uh, I remember we, I got the call that they accepted it. Yeah. And it happened pretty fast. It was like within the week. Okay. We came home, went to Michael's, signed some paperwork, mm-hmm. signed a lot of paperwork. Signed a lot of paperwork. And I didn't feel scared or nervous. I thought I would have. Because it's kind of it's a it's a big financial responsibility, but I wasn't at all nervous. Yeah, I think it happened too quickly to have that happen. Because next thing you know, you're going to the title company, giving them mm-hmm. a decent sized check. Yeah, and I remember they gave me a window of when right. I had to do it. I had to do it like within a couple hours. It felt like. And we work way out of town. And yeah. You could only turn it into town. 
Yeah, I remember, and the job I had at the time was the boss. It, the boss of mine or my boss wasn't very forthcoming, and I was like, I don't think you understand. Like, I have <laughs> a very small window that I have to drop off an insane amount of money to. Uh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, he was pretty pissed that I was like, I can't commit. Like, I was like, there's no way I'd have to turn around because we live in the Bay Area, and if you read anything, you'll see that the Bay Area sucks for housing prices and commuting. Um, we both work in the Valley, and our commute, well, your commute is worse than mine. <laughs> My kids commute about 60 miles one way. Which um, is about two and a half hours. Yeah, but I've been doing it for the last six years, and it's kind of, it is what it is. It's kind of, but, it's a rite of passage over here now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the first thing we say is you say, oh, where do you live? How's the commute? That's like, instead of how's the weather or how's your day, it's what was your commute like? Right. But, you know, it, it's, it's a home. I mean, a lot of people that we meet that moved to this Bay Area and are spending a million dollars on a studio. Well, it's a studio. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Right. And I don't know. I'm, I'm happy with our choice and glad that we chose to get a home in a place that we can't afford yeah no that's the thing is we got in at the right time because i want to say about a month after we got our house everything like jumped yeah and we got really lucky because then we're looking at other homes in the area that were comparable to what we paid and we got a lot more house for our buck so i'm really glad it all happened timing wise but it all yeah it happened pretty fast signed everything um my commute used to be as far as yours. Mine's still time-wise two hours, but distance-wise I'm not on the road as much. <laughs> um, no, it just sucks. I mean, Fridays are the worst. And you leave really early. Yeah. Your commute would be much worse if you left at like 7. Right, if I had like normal people hours. Yeah. Right. No. But I don't know. I, I, it is what it is. Right. So we purchase this home. We get thrown into this new lifestyle. Cul-de-sac life. Yes, we purchased a house on a cul-de-sac because it's supposed to be safer and this, that, and the other thing. And it's quieter, I will Granted, say. Granted, it, it is quiet, it is safe, but you're pretty close to your neighbors. Well, I want to preface it with this. There are newer homes that are being built that are basically, you can stick your hand out the window and touch your neighbor's <laughs> house. So we're not that close. Right. But we're close enough, and Justin says this because he parks on the further side of the driveway, so he's closer to the neighbor that we don't like. And for some reason, they have this amazing backyard that's a pool and it's got a patio. They're never in it. No, they hang out in the front of the house on the back of an 89 Toyota Tacoma. <laughs> yeah, they sit in the bed of their truck and barbecue, shirtless, drinking <laughs> drinking Bud Light or Bud... I don't even think it's Bud Light. I'm not even going to give them that. They drink them like Budweiser oh, or Natty Ice. Right. And uh, that's where they hang out with the neighbor um, two houses over. Right. And so it, it's a funny dynamic in our cul-de-sac. It is us. We're fairly young. We're 28 right now. Mm -hmm. um, the house next to us, uh, I put them in their 60s. It's just a husband and a wife. No children. House next to them, another younger couple with kids. And then the fourth and final house is some older retired people that we are 80% sure are swingers. Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. No one spends that much time with their neighbor <laughs> that often every day. There's a lot of neighbors swapping. Dog swapping, whatever you want Yeah, to the neighbors, it. I mean, it's it's one thing when your houses are next to each other, I can sort of understand it, but the dogs have to pass another house, and then they have these labs that just roam, and like I said, they hang out in their front yard, they drink, and they barbecue, but, and I know this because I've seen their backyard from our second story, they have a pool. 
They have a patio. They have a nice yard. Yeah. That they never go in. Every Sunday they they're out there mowing it, picking up leaves, planting new plants. Yeah, they're not in there. They, no. They don't hose anything. I don't think they have any kids. No. Even uh, if they're older. No, they don't really have many visitors, but no, they're uh, they're pretty insane. Um, they're not friendly. Uh, up until recently, that Toyota truck was parked, and I'm not lying, on the sidewalk because <laughs> the way our our neighborhood is, is the sidewalks uh, slope down. I don't know why. Um, it's just like maybe it was a cold. It's because the cul-de-sac we're at the turn, but he was literally parking on the sidewalk, and I thought, oh, for Halloween, he'd move it. Trick or treaters, <laughs> no. And it was an ongoing game, and like people that had come to our house and our our neighbor that we are friends with that has the kids, we're like, are they gonna move the truck? Like we joked about getting people to help us lift it, and they finally moved it, but they. That's like his patio in the front. Is his truck? Yeah, exactly. It's like the worst looking part of the house, and that's why I choose to hang out. Mm-hmm. Um, the swinger neighbor waits for uh-huh. <laughs> the gentleman to get home. So if we happen to get off early and we come home, screw this guy's name's Glenn. Oh, I see. I forget his name. Right. Okay. So Glenn and Cole. Glenn's the swinger. Cole's our actual neighbor. Uh. He'll he will sit. In Cole's truck, just waiting, waiting for, for him. him. It's kind of like a kid it's waiting like a, to get picked up after school. Yeah, like a puppy. Yeah, like a puppy. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, Down I'm, in beer after beer, just waiting for him. But there's been times that, that our direct neighbors have been out of town and he's still hanging out. There, I don't, I don't understand it. I want someone to just ask, like, why? Right. But it's like if you're in a relationship, you want somebody to do this for you. <laughs> I guess, but I just, it's. I mean, they're not shitty as in, we could have it worse, they could be playing loud music, they could be partying, they could be doing really terrible things, but yeah. they just have quirks, and a, our direct neighbor, his wife, hates our dog. Oh, yes. With a passion. Granted, our dog is not trained in any sense, but, but he's, he's lovable. Kind of, he's, yeah, he's a little territorial. There's dogs on each side of our backyard, so he's having a pissing contest with each dog. So when our dog barks... She gets mad at our dog, not her dog, because... Even though her dog is the barking one that instigated our dog. And I'm not trying to be like, oh, my kid's innocent. My dog's innocent. But um, she just gets really angry and upset. And uh, There's been a few times where she'll come to the house and bang on the door mm-hmm. telling us that, that the, the dog... And the dog, he's not barking at like midnight or even when it's dark. He's barking at lunchtime, 1 p.m. She's always home. I should preface that. She is always home. Um, and he rides his Vespa when it's sunny. But yeah, that's that's a recap of what's happened. We bought a house, embracing that cul-de-sac life. Um, yeah, that was, that was pretty much, we work hard. We've been working hard. I feel like we've worked, a lot has happened work-wise since the last time. Oh yeah? I don't have, a, I have a whole different job. Two of them, no? Um, I whoa. can't remember. Uh, no, I was, I was at my last job. <laughs> um... No, I'm in a whole different job, still doing similar things, but a whole different place, happier place, but again, commuting, yeah, but home more often, so that's right, why yeah. I see the neighbors doing these weird things, because <laughs> I'm home half the time, sometimes more, and yeah, but yeah, we bought a house. We weren't even, yeah, I think last week we weren't even talking about it. We had just yeah. filed our taxes. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, with buying a home comes things that you never really think of. Yeah. So if you are looking to purchase a home, expect everything to fail. Yeah, it's almost like, this reminds me of this kind of analogy, if you want to call it that, is you remember when you were a kid and you just kind of break shit and you just don't care and your parents would tell you like, oh, you didn't pay for it, you don't understand, or, or wait till you have to pay for something, yeah. you'll get it, and you're like, ah, oh, whatever, you know, I, 
you know, your parents get upset because you just broke this toy or whatever that they just bought you. You, you just don't give a shit because you really you didn't pay for it. You don't understand the meaning of owning something. When you buy a house, you know the meaning of owning <laughs> things and what things cost. And, um, and they told us, like, oh, your roof's got two years left. Okay. Right. What's that going to cost? Uh, sure. Your it's windows are going to have to be replaced. Yeah. What's that cost? Each? <laughs> um, no, but right when we moved in, yeah, we had a plumbing issue downstairs. Upstairs, we had a plumbing issue. Correct. We had to replace the tile in our bathroom. Mm-hmm. Because, fun fact, uh, when you put in laminate, first of all, don't put in laminate. That should be on a bumper <laughs> sticker. Don't put in laminate. Uh, don't put it on top of the existing tile and then not seal it. So what happened was our upstairs bathroom... They put the laminate on top of the tile and correct me, or not even was a tile, it was laminate on laminate, right? Yeah, it's like, it, underneath was like that old school laminate that you see in like 80s homes, yeah. where it's like that little hexagon pattern. Yeah. And so they decided to put a <laughs> laminate kind of wood floor directly on top of that, and then the toilet on top of that. But didn't seal it. Correct. So it turns out that... Toilet had been leaking, and because of the sandwich action they had going on, every time you flush the toilet, the water would get in between the two. So and it wasn't just water, it was piss. Let's right. just be real here. It was yeah. piss. Because yeah. we took that thing up, and it's it reeked. <laughs> yeah, it was all yellow. So lo and behold, one of the mornings, I want to say I walked in there. No, it was our first night. I remember that. That early? Yeah, it was the first night we stayed the night, because we... Freaked out about the shower because he realized how long it takes <laughs> we didn't hot know. water. First, we didn't want to turn on our new shower. How long it takes hot water to get to the second story. And then you went to go to the bathroom. It was the middle of the night. You went to go to the yeah, bathroom. Right. And you stepped. And, and it made like a squishy. Yeah, you can feel that it was not a floor. It was just squishy. Mm-hmm. And you turn on the light. And then you just see a puddle, essentially. So we tore out the toilet. Started ripping up the We did it that night, I think. Or, or, or the, the morning, day. yeah, it was yeah. the weekend, I think. And mind you, this, yeah, as as she said, this is all piss that we're trying to. It was yellow, and because it was up. white laminate underneath yeah. it, you could see it. And I, I don't mean to be graphic, but it was a previous, like we we're touching not even pee that it was ours. <laughs> I mean, I can I could be forgiving over my own pee, I guess. But yeah, so we had to go. You had to YouTube how to tile. Yeah. Right. Rip it out, tile it. Went to the uh, local Home Depot, picked up a. Nice looking little white tile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, tile you had to, back. and we have one of those Fergusons near us, so we went to get the plumbing <laughs> supplies. Yeah, yeah, we got some. Supplies s- learn how to reseal the toilet, do this, that, and the other thing. And you did it. Yeah, um, I was really surprised. I mean, not surprised. I wasn't surprised. I guess I didn't realize things could happen that fast. And then you go to the second, the first story, you see where it's leaking. So we had a. Fix the, Correct. the floor. Correct. a big old, like, uh, I guess you'd call it like a brown spot. And so we, <laughs> we'd cut open the drywall uh-huh. to look up there. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> again, did, he does not know how to cut open drywall. does not know how to seal a toilet. Uh, a lot of things we learned on the fly. This was the first week. We, no, first couple days we lived there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, again, if you're going to buy a home, be prepared to just... And also, we should say, we got an inspection... You know, it's not like we'd skip steps to get in quicker. We were smart about it. We got an inspection. And we even called them. We said, hey, how did you guys miss this? Mm-hmm. So our realtor, he actually was really cool. Michael, is he he paid for the plumber to come out and inspect and tell us what was what because we had issues on the downstairs bathroom too. But shit happens. I mean, how could you know that unless you had flushed that it was yeah. wet? I mean, so I mean, needless to say, you want to 
budget a whole lot more than we actually anticipated. We were looking at just what we needed to close the house mm -hmm. and still afford the place that we were renting. Yeah. So we were kind of maybe our fault, but hey, this is what this is why we're doing this to tell. Yeah, people, cautionary. Like, you need a little more than just yeah. enough to close the house. Yeah, that's actually another thing that I learned while we were doing all this was uh, I knew we had to pay the down payment. I never mm -hmm. factored in closing costs. I mean, they hear about it on yeah, TV, yeah, those sure. TV shows, but I didn't know closing costs were that much. So I was like, okay. And I'm a, I'm a pretty OCD saver. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I mean, not like we didn't have it, but I was like, I wanted to save money. Right. And the fact that it was the down payment and then I was like, oh, so we owe you, we just owe you guys like 20000 left. And they're like, no, no, no. Plus closing costs. And I was like, yeah, that's in the 20000 that we owe you. And then paying inspections. You had to pay the inspection. Mm -hmm. You had to pay um, something else. You get to pick inspections, by the way. I don't remember that. Yeah, so there's kind of like a general overview, and then you can choose for them to look at the roof and look at this, that, and the other thing. Oh, the smoke detector was the thing they caught. Remember? One of them was faulty. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. something like that. And that was one of the things. <laughs> so um, I think when we did it, we chose... Chose the roof, the general one, and, and something else. And they did find something in the roof, some issue with it. They said uh, we had a couple years. Yeah, they said we had, we had a few years as far as it being a good roof. Mm -hmm. um, when they did find this issue, Michael brought up the point, hey, let's see if we can get the seller to cover it or take some off some type of price that's out of the mm -hmm. other thing. And what I thought was great was the owner said, nah, that shouldn't cost that much. Oh, that's right. Now, granted, we had a third-party roofing contractor come out and look at it and say, hey, this is what it's going to be to fix this. And it's kind of a, not a big deal, but it was something that they highlighted as type some type of priority. Mm -hmm. And so when we brought that back to the, the, the husband yeah. that still lives there, he's like, nah, that doesn't cost that much. That's, that's bullshit. And I didn't even know that you could give that as an answer. Right. I'm going to start doing that when we go out to dinner with people. Nah, that's not how much a salad costs. Nah, ice tea's not $4. I want to start using that. Right. So needless to say, you hear about people doing these deals and saying, oh, this was covered in this, or... Well, sometimes you get it where they're like, oh, we'll, we'll take, you know, a couple grand off the ass. Right. Price, like, yeah. thinking back on it, this was another thing that, that had happened. The, the fence that mm -hmm. lined both sides of the backyard... You can see that it was it was pretty rotted. I mean, these homes were built in the 90s. Late 90s, yeah. Yeah, and I don't think it, it's been touched since then. Um, I think the year after, we mm -hmm. had a pretty decent-sized storm, mm -hmm. and <laughs> our fence came down. Oh, another cul-de-sac life story. <laughs> right. And yeah. so, needless to say, we had one big shared backyard with good old coal. The yeah. ones that have the nice... This is how I know they have a nice backyard, besides seeing it from our second story. We once had the front, the fence <laughs> fell. So I saw into their amazing lemon tree-lined yard, patio, pool. Um, yeah. The, so we had to keep our dog inside for the, the time being. I think uh, we had gone out there, tried to throw some like stakes in the ground to hold the fence up for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And it just it kept raining and pouring. So we, we had the worst storm. Even now, people... I don't remember the big... It's like known as the... Yeah, it was a decent size storm, and yeah. it was big enough to where if you tried to call a fencing contractor, they were all busy fixing everyone else's mm -hmm. fences. Yeah. 
Well, that's a that's a fun story. Where's well, so another fun thing, which would be for next time, uh, we didn't just buy a house. We had a kid, <laughs> and yeah. uh, this all happened when we were in the hospital with our. Uh, I'd have a C-section, uh, emergency C-section, and we were at the hospital, and that's when the fence came down. Right. So we came right. back to this whole thing, and that's a whole other story for another time. Right. But yeah, the fence came down. And then... And California has this thing called the Good Neighbor Law. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, if you're sharing something on a property line, you guys have to split the cost of it. Mm-hmm. So... I didn't know that. Right. I thought it was bullshit. Yeah. So, I had to Google so it. So good old Cole and his wife, they got a fencing contractor, which is fine because we were uh, we were busy with, <laughs> with our child. And so... And when I say this, we literally got home. We saw the fence coming down. down. <laughs> and I don't know if anyone who has kids has just came home from the hospital, let alone a C-section where you can't walk. And you got people knocking on your door asking for money. <laughs> and I remember they left us a note saying, hey, we understand you just had a kid, but here's here's you're, the cost. Here's your, what you owe. <laughs> you are a young family and you just had a kid. This was the price of it. We want half. They gave us an article of the good name. Yeah, they gave us... No, but it was a photocopy. Did you catch that? Yes, it was was a photocopy. And here was the kicker, and this is... This will allude to me and my my personality. Cole's wife went to go say, you know, I know you're a young family, this, that, and the other thing. If you want to give us $100 a week, that's fine. And... I said suck it and paid the whole thing. And, you know, in the checks, (laughs) when you can write the memo... The little <laughs> notes. He wrote, good neighbor. And that same day, coincidentally, the same day we paid them for the fence, we went and got you a new car. Exactly. Because we had to trade it because your car was just done at end of life and we got you a brand new car. And it was kind of a fuck you for for degrading us. Right. We had to and, flex on the old people. Um, I'm not saying that we're better than anybody, but it was just one of those situations. We're better than them. Okay. <laughs> it was just one of those situations where saying young family, they just said, okay, yeah, but you can't assume. And I mean, I, I suppose the intentions were good, but also fuck you. Right. And um, they also took their, their sweet time to cash our check. Oh, um, that's right. Yeah. The thing I think that kind of pissed me off through all this, and if you have a na- you know the situation, you have, you know, being a good neighbor and you want to split something, you guys should look for contractors together. Because how do I know you didn't get your buddy to do it? And your buddy right. just wrote some bullshit number on an invoice. I don't know that. It's a nice looking fence, though. I'll give him that. It is. And we have to get the other one eventually, the other yeah. side. Because we're in a corner of a cul-de-sac, so we have, like, technically three fences. Right. So we, we share a fence with three neighbors, essentially. Because um, mm-hmm. there's two. There's another cul-de-sac on the side of us. We share a fence with the neighbor directly next to us and the other cul-de-sac house. Yeah. That one... I don't think a good neighbor law is going to apply with them. <laughs> not to, uh... The, I the mean, big one? Yeah, the, oh. the bigger one. I mean, not to judge, but... They don't take care of their yard. Yeah, the whole house and everything else. They might, though. Thing. They might, you know. You never know. They're pretty understanding. Their dog gets in our yard. Yeah. And they're pretty nice. They have a little Yorkie, like our Yorkie. <laughs> they have an actual tiny Yorkie. We have a Yorkie that thinks he's a big dog. And as much as we talk about our dog, he's he means well. He just It's our fault. We never trained him. I was just talking to someone about this yesterday, and I was like, oh... It falls, it's, falls on us. We did not train him at all. That's true. We were super, super lax when we got him. Uh, oh, man. I'm forgetting. I have a d- terrible memory, so I'm, I forgot about all the house stuff. Right. Oh, man. Yeah. And then we painted the house a year later. <laughs> there, there goes another fuck you to the whole neighborhood. Um, painting, you know, having a house painted, I think anyone that owns a home knows it isn't cheap, especially the, you know, a two-story home. Two-story stucco. Yeah, two-story stucco home, and it just, you know, guy rolls up, primes the house, paints it, 
I think if one of the neighbors was gone for the weekend and came back, it's like completely different home, completely different color. It doesn't really, we went a little more modern. It doesn't really go with anything else in the cold design. Oh, no, you know which house is ours. Yeah, trying to chip and Joanna the shit. I would, speaking of chip and Joanna, I wanted to do a White House. Uh, we got our family friend to do the, the painting, and he, he's a painter. He's like, don't do white. It's going to fade. So we did like a, I don't know, I like it. Um, sometimes I could see where someone someone's like, oh, it kind of looks like a primer, but it's not. It's just dark. We went modern. Yeah, so it's like a, a nice charcoal and then a bright white trim mm -hmm. and a bluish door. That was this year's project. Yeah, I got a turquoise. I wanted a turquoise. If you've ever seen Good Bones on HGTV, shout out uh, Mina and Karen. Redheads. <laughs> yes. Uh, I got inspired and I, I got a turquoise door, painted it. <laughs> we got some modern lights. So yeah, little by little, if you're going to get a house, that's one thing I learned really early. Actually, I kind of learned it when we rented, when we first got our place together. You don't have to buy everything at once. Correct. We definitely accumulated stuff over the years. And I remember the first big thing we ever did when we rented our uh, townhouse was we moved in in October and we waited till Black Friday to get a TV because we didn't own a TV. We both right. came from living with our parents. I had a small TV, like a 32-inch, right. and we didn't have a TV for our family room. Mm -hmm. So we waited. So definitely wait. We didn't have couches. I remember it took us a minute to get couches. We found couches on Craigslist. Yeah, we didn't do that the second time. Mm. No, going forward, we didn't buy after no, those black ones. It was the same person, wasn't it? You just got a different couch. No, one. IKEA. Was it the IKEA one? Yeah, we did oh, the black okay. ones, and yeah, but that's what I'm saying is you don't need to buy everything at once. I'm guilty of like IKEA is an upgrade. <laughs> Fuck you, <laughs> IKEA is nice. I like IKEA, <laughs> um, but you don't have to get everything at once. I'm guilty of it. I know I do. I'm I'm working on it, but little by little, you don't have to finish a room. Right, that goes with projects too. Yeah. Oh well, you can talk we, to we that. We had a couple half-finished projects because shout out to Mina and her mom. <laughs> we decided to, to do a lot of things to the home, and as well, you're doing we, things, we felt we felt inspired. Sure. <laughs> as as we do things, you realize, oh wait, this would look cool. Oh wait, this is cool. Okay. Uh, let's wait until this shows up or this is on sale or somebody makes this. So. Well, half of our house is currently hardwood. So we had carpet upstairs. Top half, <laughs> top half was hardwood. <laughs> so we, when we got the house, the downstairs was hardwood laminate. It was it's like a dark. Upstairs in the stairs were old as shit carpet. They were bad when we got in. And then our dog had, like I said, our untrained dog. Had his he way with it. Had his way with it. Because he, he, he gets pissed if you leave anywhere. At, even though he's five years old and he should be used to it. Um, so the carpet was shit. And again, family friend that owns a, a flooring and flooring and stone. Is that what sure. I think it's um, called. We got in hardwood, right? That's what it is. And yeah. just again, Mina and Karen inspired, God bless. Um, he did the whole upstairs and two pieces of the stairs. Stairs take a while. Well, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not harpooning on you. You, you work a full time Wait, job and correct. you work a lot. So. so we have. And we have a small child. So <laughs> that's again, if you're gonna start projects, do one at a time. So currently, the the main floor is some ebony kind of walnut. And upstairs is a lighter oak. So it's like, you know, two different homes almost. Yeah. And, then, like and the second half of the stairs is still the shitty no, it's carpet. Still carpet yeah. It's still a shitty carpet. And then we need baseboards. So <laughs> the house is literally a work in progress. Yeah. And then well, let's, let's, let's just wrap up all the projects we have. We have the hardwood floors. Sure. We have the outdoor lights because we were going to put out more outdoor lights because okay. we just have the one modern light that you swapped out. Sure. We need lights at the garage. Um... I looked at getting uh, artificial turf yeah, in the front. The front right? That was a holy shit, why does it cost that much? 
situation. Right. And so the, the whole reason we were looking at it is because... Sprinklers. Sprinklers do not work <laughs> oh, in yeah. the front yard. Mm -hmm. um, I guess this isn't something that goes on in the inspection. But, you know, we went around turning knobs and everything like that. And For both the front and backyard. <clears throat> front and backyard. Backyard was a mess. It took us almost three months to figure mm -hmm. out how to turn. Yeah, it was like the middle of summer and our grass was dead. Exactly. And we moved in at the end of March. And, and we finally, I just said, you know what, I'm going to ask Michael if he can get in touch with the previous owners. Yeah. So needless to say, so, okay, the front of the grass, you turn it on to see how these sprinklers go. The, the front corner turns into a geyser. The rear, we cannot figure out how to turn them on. We can see the sprinklers. Um, I think one of them, I, I came up with a way of hooking a hose back up to it to get... This is the backyard? Yeah, this is the backyard. Oh. I got, you know, the sprinklers to come up. I kind of basically backfed it. You know, we could not figure out where the valves to turn these things on were. There were a bunch of valves on the side of the house. None, none of them. I'm not gonna say we're not. We're not lazy. I can't figure it out. People, <laughs> we will try till the, we'll go to the ends of earth to get something to work. For three months we tried. For three months we tried, and and this time our grass died quick. Right. So we had the sprinklers. So yeah, that's why we wanted to get front right. uh, fake grass in the front because the grass is dead. Grass is dead. We don't. Yeah. I Sprinklers it, don't work. Yeah, and it'll just look better. <laughs> it'll look better, and also, I'm all about saving water. Um, that quote, I was shocked. It was one of those things you don't know the cost of it, and you're, you think it's just, it blew my mind how expensive it was. So, that's not a work in progress. We're not getting fake grass. <laughs> and, of course, you're thinking, what kind of dummies don't know how to turn on their sprinklers? Well, we figured out how to contact the previous owners, which moved to, was it Iowa? Yeah. Ohio? Something like that. Basically out of state. Finally got a hold of them to figure it out. They pulled up a Google Maps thing, and we just get a photo of this gal pointing where it should be. We go to that spot <laughs> in the backyard, and lo and behold, it is buried underneath on a good four inches of, like, base rock. Basically, they were using it as for looks. So I'm in the backyard shoveling out all this big truck until I find some valves. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, again, I don't know who does. I don't. I'm not. Maybe someone can tell me who designed sprinklers. Right. What was the point of that? It was. It looked like a, you know, like a a homeowner fix. Basically, like Bullshit. I said, yeah. There was a bunch of valves on the side of the home. It looks like something broke at one point, and so they decided to make their own. So there is a little separate controller in this box in the backyard that runs off of a 9-volt battery. Coffee. Battery light lasts for about six months. <laughs> yeah. So basically that's what happened. The battery died. <laughs> Our gas died. We didn't know how to do this, anything like that. Yeah. So those are a pro... Am I missing a project? Baseboards, hardwood floors. Uh, next week we're doing a kitchen remodel. No. Okay. That, <laughs> no. And I say no because he's talked about it because our kitchen, we have the, we have an idea, we have the space to like re, redesign the kitchen because it's, it could be, the space could be used better. And I refuse to do a kitchen remodel as much as I love Mina and Karen. I'm too chicken shit to do a kitchen remodel because I know things can go wrong and I, I'm not one of those people that can spend money. <laughs> so, but no, I want to say after you do the floors, I want to change out the windows. Fine. So be it. Cause it's fucking cold. I don't know if anyone's ever had windows that have gone bad. <laughs> it's cold. And uh, I've lived downstairs after my C-section and I know how cold it is firsthand. <laughs> so again, the whole moral of this tangent story is 
be prepared. Things break. Shit goes wrong. Some stuff you don't have to fix right away. Some right. improvements you don't have to make right away. Right. If you want to swap out carpet for hardwood, whatever. But some shit will happen. Plumbing is stuff you got to take care of right away. Yeah. Uh, making sure your smoke detectors are working. Everything. You're changing your filter and your, your vents, <laughs> your heaters. All that stuff. Things cost money. And just understand that it, it is okay. You can see it on social media that somebody just moved into a home and that thing looks brand spanking new. That's good for them. Yeah. Props on them. But Props you don't know them. what's going on but with that's that. Not, that's not what we're doing this for. We're doing this, I guess you want to call it real. Real talk. Real talk. Um, Nothing's perfect. Yeah. Nothing is, Instagram is all a sham. <laughs> I mean, I, I can tell you, I can put a filter on it. Like, there is a picture of you. Of me painting our front door. Yes. Which, yeah, looks great on Instagram, but they don't they don't know how that day went. <laughs> yeah. They don't know how hard that color is fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, things go wrong, and that's okay. You don't have to fix it. I mean, like I said, we don't have... Our baseboard does not touch our hardwood floors right now. <laughs> and that's okay. We still have people over in spite of it. So it doesn't matter. As long as you do it at your own pace, don't go broke fixing your house. But take care of the important stuff first. All right, that was our first episode back after a three-year hiatus. Um, thanks for checking it out. Again, you could find us on uh, Twitter at Our First Podcast, on Instagram at Our First Podcast. Um, online, we have all our episodes at OurFirstPodcast.com. Uh, we're going to be putting up some videos later and eventually some awesome merch. Uh, we are super grateful and happy and stoked to just be back and be able to do this. And hopefully you guys are digging it. Um, again, more episodes will happen way more frequently. We're not leaving you guys again for a very long time. So hopefully you'll stick around. Um, this episode was brought to you by Landing Feet First Marketing, uh, inbound marketing services for small to medium sized companies. That means startups, mom and pops. Um, anyone that needs to get their marketing and design strategy off the ground, but just don't know where to start, whether you want to build a website on Squarespace, HubSpot, your own HTML site, WordPress, or any other hodgepodge of tech you want to build on, Landing Feet First is your go-to place. To learn more, check out landingfeetfirst.com or follow them on uh, Twitter and Instagram at LFF Marketing. Again, check out landingfeetfirst.com for all your marketing and design needs. Do you. All right, we'll see you guys next time. See ya.